and um, I invited you here today to kind of spark off um, a little bit more of your journey um, to become more of a woman activist that you already are, which you are already, and kind of um, drive towards um, your motivational speaking and sharing your story. So perhaps let's start off with who is Veronica Britz? And, um, you know, kind of what gave spark to you wanting um, to inspire women? Um, okay, so um, I am an incredibly uh, passionate individual. Um, I think for everybody that knows me, they, they would completely agree with me in saying that. There's sort of, there's, there's only high with me. There's no in between. I take everything <laughs> <laughs> to the next level. <laughs> I just have an absolute love for life. Mm. Um, that wasn't always the case. So, you know, the story that you're referring to is um, I got to a very low point in my life. You know, I was raised by a single mom. Um, you know, I lost my dad to suicide when, you know, I was three years old. And that defined me for, you know, my future forward. Um, and when I got to the age of 25, I attempted the same thing. You know, I took a severe suicide attempt and ended up in life support for nine days mm. um, and a full recovery of almost you know, two months before I was you know, completely back to, to full health, which is a remarkable story in itself. Mm. Um, but it, it spoke to me about, it gave me the opportunity to look at reinvention. Mm. Um, and also, no wonder that I, I fell in love with technology. Mm. So you came from the hospitality industry, correct, um, originally? Yeah, so uh, I started my, my career as, a, as an 18-year-old having to join an internship, you know, having a, a single mom changes the way you go, um, you, you approach your tertiary education. It's just a fact. I'm, mm. I'm one of three kids, you know, life looked different to me, but I wasn't defeated. So I joined the first of its kind internship through Starwood um, in South Africa, and I was selected to become a hotel management intern. At that point, it was quite prestigious. Uh, we were about 300 apl applications in the Western Cape and 13 of us were chosen and I got to see my <laughs> little girl get her right there <laughs> right right bring on the challenge <laughs> yeah yeah on a bus into town you know terrified 18 years old and um, took the opportunity to start by cleaning rooms you know making beds um, cleaning <laughs> toilets it was not flattering at all but what it taught me was humility it gave me an opportunity to um, get a taste of what it felt like to own something mm. and to really own it yeah. Um, that took me on quite a bit of a journey. Quite, I spent about a decade in the hotel industry and you know, ended up into the dream job of, of my life, um, you know, marketing and managing about you know, 500 hotels in Africa, so working with one of the largest hotel chains in Africa and now currently the world. So um, it also had its, its own kind of different pressures, <laughs> I'll have you know. <laughs> no, I'm sure. <laughs> Just having uh, worked in marketing and public relations in the last um, mm. 16, 17 years and have worked in the hospitality industry and with some major hotel groups. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. Um, not a lot of sleep. As they say, what do you do between two and four in the morning? <laughs> Not sleeping. <laughs> Not sleeping, definitely. Exactly. So um, you went through this, what sounds like a life-altering experience. And what then? Yeah, so, um, you know, it brought me to my knees. It really did. I was, uh, I had a massive identity crisis, to be honest with you. I looked at the ability to be completely successful in a corporate career and then have nothing inside of you. 
um, and uh, I, that that changed the, my perspective on, on life, and I changed my value systems. Um, I've always been uh, quite fascinated with who God is, and you know, took a, quite a spiritual journey in understanding that relationship, and found a found a beautiful leadership through through my relationship with Jesus Christ and His story as a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing that, I three and a half years ago, you know, I had to. It's now, yeah, it's now almost four years. I had to. You know, make a decision. Was I going to be angry with the world? You know, I've survived now. Was I going to be angry with the world? How are you going to step up? Step up or, you know, take accountability. So mm-hmm. I had to look in the mirror, tell myself, mm-hmm. you know, areas that mm-hmm. needed change mm-hmm. and what change would look like. Um, mm-hmm. You know, instead of going back to the industry that I loved, that I could do with my eyes closed, I called myself to a new challenge. Mm-hmm. And um, I had the opportunity to become a woman in technology. Mm-hmm. and uh, start uh, at a company called RSA Web, um, which I, st- I still am with right now, and mm-hmm. working with them and establishing their partner division, mm-hmm. or the, what they refer mm-hmm. to as their channel, mm-hmm. which was uh, quite, a, quite an interesting one for me as well, because that in itself was quite new, and the relationship mm-hmm. was new, um, and I was stepping into a new space as well. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like both you and the organization was, was kind of on this path of creating new ways and new things and um, how why did you decide to become a inspirational source for women specifically I have a heart for women you know I I watched my mom Uh, Mm. she had a she had a successful career she she really did and I watched her you know, walk her heels broken for her three goals. Um, I watched mm. her really lay herself on the line. Mm. Um, and I looked at what that did to her as well. Mm. Uh, the challenges the she cost, faced yeah. as a banker, which was also, you know, at some point a male-dominated mm. environment. Absolutely. Um, especially back then. Especially back then. I mean, mm. you had an option of working in the bank or the post office. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, yeah. And, or the uh, doctor's receptionist. Or the doctor's receptionist, yeah. Mm. So definitely my mother. Mm. I would definitely say she she mm. she opened my mm. heart mm. to what it looked like. And um, when I looked at you know women around me and what we were doing to one another, I thought you know at some point in time you have to just take a stand and be unique in who you are and mm. knowing what you're capable of. I think something that came up for me um, when you were talking uh, Tuesday nights. Um, Last last week, no, sorry, Thursday, <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, well, today is Tuesday, but um, was really about how people are alive, but in fact they are actually dead. So people are walking around like zombies, you know, going to bed, getting up, doing what they need to do, and they are not living. They probably don't even know quite why they're getting up, other than earning the paycheck and paying, you know, the mortgage or sorting the dogs out or the kids or this or the that and and it's actually what was interesting to me was that your and even though it was such a severe or extreme experience and that you used it to re re-innovate and realign and, and and do all of that but I think the key thing for me was about often you know <laughs> You don't have to go to that extreme, and that is not where I'm going with this. But it's, it's more about 
how part so that it doesn't take that for you to wake up and are you if you know can you actually say that you are awake and so that was really an interesting point that you brought up and I'm not saying you should discuss that right now if you're not comfortable but I that was for me what stood out from what you were saying and how you woke up and realized that you know spinning around in circles and not taking accountability and always having you know this anger towards the world because of what you were dealt with as maybe a child or a young adult or you know things not going your way and being woken up and saying wow you know how much do you have to be grateful for yeah it's in a it's in a, it's a interesting topic you know mm-hmm. having having stood at that point where i made the decision and um i was very unsuccessful at it thank god right now <laughs> but uh, it got me thinking and, yeah. and and i looked around and i really reflected on it and i was seeing people move that were more dead than i was at some points you know and it looks like they're alive but they're not they're not living mm-hmm. and um it is it's a it's a moment of ticking boxes and moving through life you you literally just mm. live in hand to mouth and you mm. this is your next big euphoria and this is what you're chasing mm. and um i i was as i was digging into this concept and i keep going back to work and i take every challenge you know i, I started I, I started looking outwardly back at the world and i realized as as a woman in technology and ironically in a space where i was learning more about what technology was doing the internet a remarkable thing you know it birthed global communities it was the first time the whole world was you know in one forum being able to express itself i mean that actually put tore apart all divides mm-hmm. yet on these platforms you would find yourself um putting on a mask mm-hmm. you're being becoming numb to what is real because you put forward what looks good or what looks real exactly what you want people see yeah but it's not what's really going on in some cases i'm not saying all (laughs) but um so i think that is maybe a topic on its own but but nevertheless i i do feel that um what i got from that was just a little bit of a wake up in terms of you know, checking in with myself just to check, you know, are there areas, because I know I'm alive in a lot of areas and I have a lot of goals and I'm going for them full out, but just to double check and I always think it's cool, you know, to check in with yourself and just to check, are there areas where you actually sleep or dead and you kind of, you know, what's happening? Do you need resuscitated or whatever the case is? Yeah. And so, yeah, that was that. Um, what I just wanted to pop out, what came out for me, which I think is just maybe a little seed or thought on a plant with the listeners to, yeah, just, you know, just see if there are any areas that um, you have kind of pressed paused on or maybe not, you know, just going through the motions. And um, so what is next for Veronica Bretz as we wrap up? Um, I'm incredibly passionate about technology and being able to um, educate people around it. So I recently joined a Women in Tech conference that was hosted in South Africa here in Cape Town. It was the first of its kind on the African continent. It was remarkable. Um, I was introduced to a woman called uh, Rianette Leibowitz um, from a company called Save T-Net. And it's actually spelled like save and then the number T and net. Network and she does an incredible work. You know, it's a full purpose company and it aims at sort of creating awareness um, around um, cyber crimes, so victims of cyber crimes, something that we see more and more. South Africa's got one of the highest suicide rates um, in Africa, some of the highest uh, 
cyberbullying rates in the world. I think we sit somewhere like fourth. And it's spoken to a lot of hopelessness we have. So this, um, this company that she started is, um, is done through a, a network of forensic analysis, psychologists, and relevant people from the police, legal advisors. Um, and they basically focus on cyberbullying, um, which I've mentioned, that leads to a lot of these suicide rates. Um, she, she sort of has the heart for this organization and started four years ago. So I really hope to enjoy, um, join their awareness campaigns um, as they talk at schools, at sort of learning levels with parents, um, and educating people about a, a cyber footprint and the importance of it. It's something that cannot go away. You cannot just erase it. Mm. You cannot mm. make a decision to erase it. There's so many consequences as you mm. sit behind a screen and have conversations. Mm. And hopefully uh, sort of that would transcend into what we do as the individual user behind the screen. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Because there's a little accountability and no policing. So That's it. Sounds really, really interesting, uh, but n not about the fact that it's interesting, but I think that it also, once again, wake people up to the accountability of their actions, and I'm all for that. Um, so I just want to... Um, please ask that you share your contact details um, Ronica, for those listeners that would love to get in contact with you. Maybe you're out there looking for a little bit of inspiration or something touch you about uh, Veronica Britt's story. Um, or maybe you just want to follow her because she's definitely going to be a force to, to be reckoned with rather <laughs> or, or to a space to be watching um, as she ventures on to her journey as inspirational speaker and catalyst um, for women in technology. So, Veronica, if you could just share your details with us quickly. Yeah, great. So, you can follow me on Instagram at Veronica underscore Brits, and that's Brits with an S underscore CPT. Um, or you, you're welcome to reach out to me um, via WhatsApp on 076-972-8543. And um, if you are interested in checking out any of the great work that these guys are doing at Save Teenage, you can follow them on Facebook at Save, it's like Save a Life, T for Technology and Net for Network, all one word. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And uh, yeah, we'll be looking out to see what's, what's next. If there's just one thing you want our listeners um, to take out from our conversation and maybe just, you know, kind of take to heart and remember from our chat today, what would that be? You have like this one life, one mind. Make sure that it's thinking beautifully. There's this word called eunoia that refers, it's an ancient Greek word that um, refers to a well mind or a beautiful thought. And that's actually the only thing you have right now. So in every single moment, think about that thought you're having right now and take, cap take it captive. Mm. And it comes right back to being present and accountability. Yeah. But yeah, beautiful. And it is so true. So guys, that is me for today. Hopefully, in our next show, we'll be able to get Jerry back on the show from um, MNC Saatchi and Saatchi. And unfortunately, we weren't able to um, interview him today as per the introduction. But uh, we'll come back to that. So for now, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and definitely the cooler weathers. I am just loving it. It's just perfect. And uh, yeah, I hope that you have a powerful week. Um, and I'll be playing out with a little bit of Green Day, Time of Your Life. Enjoy.